Hi, I'm Jimmy Navio. Hello. Is this thing on? I, uh... In true Jimmy Navio fashion, I decided, uh, I got this little audio mixer and I decided to set it up, like, 20 minutes before the podcast. So hopefully, uh, <laughs> hopefully it just works. I don't think I even have it set up right, to be honest. Uh, if I need to be louder or softer or anything, uh, it, it's gonna be, a trial by fire, so... Sounds good. Awesome. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Hit the Bucket. As I mentioned, my name is Jimmy Navio. We do a weekly podcast uh, live here on twitch.tv forward slash Jimmy Navio. And then we usually try and get it out to the masses through all the other I, uh, you know, iPod and channels and everywhere else. All that stuff. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, all that stuff. We try and get it out by Friday. Uh, that's usually what we do. My co-host, James28, is joining us again as usual. And we have a very special guest who I'm very excited about today. Uh, we're going to be bringing on Merlin Temple. And I hope I'm saying that right. She has a fun story behind her name. Uh, she is... I met her through Chris Clever. Uh, Mr. Christopher Clever. She's a part of Clever Nation. I actually met her at TwitchCon. So I'm excited to bring her on in just a minute. But a couple reminders, as usual, uh, go sub to the YouTube channel. Uh, it, it really helps a lot. We're trying to get that going. And also, if you have any questions, concerns, uh, if we say something that's just wrong and you want to tell us we're assholes, if you have a promotional opportunity, anything like that, you can give us an email at hitthebucketpodcast at gmail.com. And also, if you want a, a nice shirt or a mug or something cool with our logo on it, you can uh, go to my merch page. Uh, it's down in the link in the description there of the, the Twitch page. We also put that link on the YouTube description. So if you want a, some merch, some Hit the Bucket merch, go check that out. I think that's all the business I have for today. And also, happy new buckets, everyone. It's officially 2019. So this is our first podcast of the year. And uh, we're... We're going to do it in style. So let's go ahead and bring on the rest of the crew here. And let's have ourselves a little podcast. Hi. Oh, there we go. Hey, guys. Now Hello. we can see him. How are you guys? Pretty I'm good. phenomenal. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Good holiday times had by all? Yes. Tons of food. <laughs> I must have For put sure. on 40 pounds while I was here. Yeah. <laughs> Did you um, do all the traditional uh, Mexican dishes? Do you mean tamales? Oh, I mean, I, yeah, that's the that's, one. That, that's, yeah, that's the main one. Probably eaten like 10 pounds of tamales so far. Dude, you sound so much better when your mic is close. You should just do that all the time. Just pull it right up by your face. Mm -hmm. Please. I mean, I bought a new mic. That should alleviate all the issues. Yeah. I mean, I like it. Wait, oh, that you're not using the new mic yet, though, right? Not yet. Okay. No, should be here tomorrow. And Merlin Temple, how are you? Pretty good. She has informed me that she is not sober, which I'm super I'm jealous. Because <laughs> uh, as some of you may know, uh, Lady Navio roped me into this diet. No, I'm just kidding. I'm doing it because I want to do it for myself and for my health. I'm doing that whole 30 business. So no booze. No dairy, 
I mean, it's I I don't have my cheese and drinks. It's really sad. I'm really upset about. It. No, I'm just kidding. It's gonna be good for me. So I'm sober right now, which is uh, strange. I think it's the first podcast I've done sober. So I'm jealous of you, Merlin <laughs> Temple. Yeah, me and my tequila shots. <laughs> Are you doing shots of tequila, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did too before th- beforehand here. I needed it after the day I had, though. Trust me. <laughs> Dude, like tequila is like the one thing I cannot do shots of. Really? Yeah, it'll oh. destroy Jimmy. It's it, it it really depends on the type of tequila you have because um, maybe that's Patron, yeah. Patron, it goes down smooth. Well. <laughs> I guess I, I'm a whiskey guy myself. I like me some just good old. You know, recently I got into that uh, that honey whiskey, the like Kentucky Honey Jack or whatever. I'm I'm not a whiskey person. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's too bad you should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can hear the passion in his voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's funny we we bring up drinking because I think when we met, uh, neither of us were sober at all. <laughs> we met in the bar at TwitchCon. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I was not sober. Yeah. There's no <laughs> not even close. Chris introduced us and uh it, we started talking a bit and then it came up that you're a a database administrator and then I got real excited. I like yeah. I geeked out hard because uh I always I whenever I talk to people about uh, you know, computer science or you know what they're going to go into even when i was in college still it was always that discussion of like there's there's like the sexy computer science like front end and games and all that stuff and then there's the not so sexy side where all the money is and that's like back end <laughs> dba all that stuff and uh so I, w- I got excited when she was like yeah i'm a dba and i was like oh you know yeah. shit so it- it's not, I, I don't know so much that I know shit. I, I actually was just talking about to my team lead today about how hardcore I get imposter syndrome sometimes. I, I don't know no, how much I know versus like how many people that I like, how many people that I know. It's a lot of, a lot of getting into that work is, is kind of who you know more than what you know. Uh, but, I mean, that's true of anything though, but yeah, don't just, dis- I, I always tell people don't discredit the knowledge that you have. It like, yeah. you kind of take it for granted because you're like, well, duh. But like, if you, you're probably in a very, very small percentile of people who have the knowledge that you have. It's it's true. And and I mean, when we when we um, when I moved from because I, I started off as a programmer and when I moved from programming to, to database administration, it was kind of um, it was kind of more like I had to go to, to, to a boot camp to kind of like get the knowledge necessary to kind of make that leap. But um, but when they when I started with them, they knew I was green they knew I wasn't like going to know everything from day one. And they gave me books and, um, and they basically, because um, my brother actually got me into where I'm at right now. Okay. Um, so, I mean, he helped kind of vouch for my skill and my knowledge. And then at that yeah. point it kind of got me in the door and then, you know, at, at this point I'm carrying myself, but you know, I, I really did feel like it was more of a who, you know, versus a, a what I knew that sort of situation when i when i moved from into database administration but yeah no and that's that's very very true like i i remember uh 
like I said, well, I went back to college when I was 30 um, <laughs> to get my mm -hmm. computer, finish my computer Oldest science degree. The and by then, <laughs> by then I had like a lot more just like experience with dealing with people more than anything. Plus I was like self-motivated, you know, like when you, the first time I went to school, it was just like, I had nothing else to do. And I was like, ah, eh, whatever. The second time I went back for me and because I like wanted the degree. And by then I was a little more, just like I said, older, wiser, knew how to deal with people. So like, I became best friends with like all the professors. <laughs> <laughs> and I was able to cut quite a few corners as a result. Like I, I was able to do my senior project, like independent study because my professor liked me. She's like, yeah, just, you know, so I like, I, that was two whole classes that I just was able to do without having to take up two semesters, you know, things like that. Just knowing that it's all about who, you know, like, it's just, I got some amazing letters of recommendation and job referrals and stuff, you know, because I developed a relationship with, you know, the faculty and staff, and I wasn't just another student there for a degree. So I, it does, it, it matters. And that's what I like. Whenever I go talk to college students now, I'm always like, don't just sit there and be quiet and do your work. Like you never know the dude sit, sitting next to you could be, you know, the next, you know, CEO of Uber or some shit, like be nice to everyone and network with everyone. Like you, 10 years from now, you don't know where any of these people are going to be. This is true. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that's awesome, though. You knew the right people and you got right. the <laughs> now you're the DBA person. So yeah. I want to ask you about your name. I want, it's your, you're going to you're going to have to explain. You're going to have to explain everything you typed in the private <laughs> message because we, we do have a little bit in common as far as screen names, not the origin, but kind of the result so I, I want you to break down where your name came from. Okay. And <laughs> so when I was I was approximately fourteen or fifteen years old, I saw this show in reruns um, on the Sci Fi Channel, and it was called American Gothic, starring uh, Gary Cole and uh, Sarah Paulson primarily. Those are like the two big names. I mean, there are it's a it's a cast show, but like. If you're going from, you know, actors that we know today, those are probably the two that you, that would stand out. Sure. Um, so I I watched the show. I like really identified with it as like this preteen, like young teenager or whatever. I really loved the show. I had a huge crush on Gary Cole because I was, I don't know, <laughs> a teenager that liked older guys. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. All right. And, and anyway, it was a common story. Yeah, so I I watched the show. I I basically um, became obsessed with it as a teenager, and so from my online persona, I basically took her character, Sarah Paulson's character, Merlin Temple, and she was she played a sixteen year old girl um, who got basically killed in the first episode, and then played an angel throughout the rest of the series, and and she was so she was perpetually 16 throughout the show ah. and i i was so close to that age that i just decided to take her persona and use it as my online name and i've used it ever since and you know it's been what 20 years now <laughs> so. so are you the type of person because as far you said if you google merlin temple the only thing that comes up is you and the and actress right. yep yeah so 
when you said that, it kind of reminded me because I've told my Jimmy Navio origin story a few times, and I basically got it from a drunk dude at a party, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and I used it ever since. And that was like in high school, and because I've used it ever since, and whenever I, like a new service comes out, even if I'm not necessarily going to use it right away, sometimes I'll just sign up for it just to make sure that like I can get the screen name. So I'm Jimmy Navio across the entire internet. If they like, if it. If it's a service that I'm even remotely interested in using, it's Jimmy Navio, but that's not my real name either. So if you Google Jimmy Navio, it's just pages and pages of my activity on the internet. Uh, and but and the funny thing is, like you said, it's you or the actress. If you Google Jimmy, if you image search Jimmy Navio, it's a bunch of pictures of me and the stuff I do, but there is this one picture of this dude who's actually named Jimmy Navio, like in the... <laughs> in the middle i know i've completely like like i've googled my name so many times and it's never me yeah i I guess it's this random famous dude it's and it's the same picture like i've always wondered if it'll ever just disappear from the search results but it's still there it's this one random picture of this kid and it's probably like a 10 year old picture by now but I, i just find it funny that like He's not able, if he's ever tried to use his name to sign up for anything, it's not happening. (laughs) But anyway, so you, uh, I wanted to go through some of your stuff here. You, it says you graduated in 2005 and you've been a programmer from 2005 to 2014. And then that's when you switched over to a DBA. Yeah. So what kind of, before you did the DBA stuff, what kind of programming stuff have you done? I mean, that's a pretty big span. Was that all with one company or did you? No. Um, So I started working for an insurance company and I was doing really basic, visual basic. Um, BB6 is what we basically did the entire time. Oh, okay. Basically did. In case you aren't aware, aware, I'm going to nod my head like I totally understand (laughs) technical jargon. Visual basic is a programming, it's a Microsoft programming mm-hmm. uh did you so just so they didn't they didn't have .NET at all where I oh, first that's what i was gonna ask okay yeah they they when i started in 2005 there they were like well you know we're gonna go to to, to, to .NET programming eventually and it was five and a half years and they still hadn't even like gotten even close so i i left after well, I left after um, five and a half years there. Um, that was actually the weird part that I was t- telling you about um, where I w- ended up going through a divorce and deciding to be stupid and just leave my job with no, you know, no job like lined up or anything. Um, and, you know, I, I, it all worked out. I was only unemployed for like three and a half months or so. Um, did you learn anything during that time period? <laughs> I learned not to do that ever. Okay, well, that, then, then it was a life lesson learned. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes you got to do that stuff just to know. Right. So I ended up, uh, I ended up uh, starting at a company in Wisconsin um, after that, and I worked there for about seven months. Um, I was a reporting engineer and that was kind of what started my foot in the door to get to the database side of things and then after that um 
it was about seven months later that I decided that I wanted to marry the guy. Actually, it was like three months later, but I decided I wanted to marry the guy that I was dating and decided to move back to Michigan. And that's when um, I started working for this credit union. I got a, I, I looked for a job for four months while I was still in Wisconsin. Oh, wow. Um, moved back to Michigan and worked for a credit union for a while as a programmer analyst. And there I did some really proprietary stuff kind of for credit unions. Um, it was, uh, I mean, I, I did some C sharp because that's, that's what I prefer to program in. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mostly did, I tried to think power on was the name of the, the programming language. I've never heard of that. Yeah. It's ridiculously proprietary for credit unions. Oh, so, okay. um, so I worked there for, the rest of that time, like 2011 to 2014, when I started being a DBA. So nice. And out of all of the programming that you did, um, were you ever? I don't think I had a question. Were you ever required to? Um, Cause you were doing pretty sounds like you did a couple different things. Were you ever required to do anything against your personal, uh, uh, like code of ethics? Yeah. <laughs> or not even, not even code of ethics, but like, even when, like in regards to programming or in regards to just like, this is how things should be done, or this is how like I was taught or whatever, like, or, or this is like your own kind of, not just within ethics, but just within like the world of programming like, and IT and whatever. Was there ever a time where you're like, I can't believe they're making me do this? I, I mean, I think that there's always a time for a programmer that that happens, um, specifically when you're working with like a team. If you're not working by yourself, I mean, at the credit union, I pretty much was the only programmer for a while until um, until we hired another one. And then, you know, I was kind of the lead programmer. And so I didn't I didn't really feel like that was the case there. But um, but I think when I was working for the for the insurance company to start with, um, there was there's always times where I was like, I can't I really can't believe that we're going this route. Like this is this is ridiculously stupid <laughs> and you know and we we didn't really i mean for an insurance company in general we don't really do we didn't really do a lot of um like creative programming it's more like oh this regulation changed so uh, I, you, yeah. know, you know we have to to modify our code to to adjust for that so there wasn't wasn't a lot the 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 main most the most creative stuff I got to do there was like a new we're we're branching into liquor liability. Oh, there um, you go. We, we never did liquor liability before. I, I used to say that um, when I was on that project that that I I loved being on the liquor project. <laughs> <laughs> Then, then um, I ended up like doing a life insurance project um, too, and I was like, I am so done with life right now. Yeah, <laughs> like, like making all of these, you know, stupid. Do you feel like you actually learned anything about insurance? I do actually. Like, um, and and even, even though you today, were just a programmer, I'm sure you had to like kind of learn some of the surrounding policy stuff or whatever. For sure. I mean, I spent five and a half years there, and I I do feel like I know like. 
a decent amount about auto insurance, for instance. I know like why, you know, the rates are so high in Michigan versus other states. Like we have no fault law here. And that, that oh, makes, true. It makes a big difference. But uh, I mean, it. I only ask because I did IT for an insurance company for like four years. So <laughs> for one of the like well, the know. biggest ones. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You learn about it, about stuff and, you know, it gives you a different perspective, I think. Yeah. That's Pick crazy. Some little tips and tricks. And then you mm-hmm. did the DBA thing. And then uh, did you get to be a little more creative once you got into that world? Um, or is it mostly just maintenance? It's a lot of maintenance. Um, I do get to, to do um, automation stuff, which is kind of fun. Um, and I, I, think, I think that's been um, kind of my favorite thing to do so far is, uh, is like where we're, we're automating uh, growth for, for databases where like databases don't grow um, by themselves. Well, they do grow by themselves, I should say, but like if if we're monitoring them ahead of time, they don't like they d- they don't fill the drive evenly. Sure. Necessarily. Yeah. So we have to kind of be proactive and make sure we have enough space um, so that we, especially when we have like multi terabyte databases, which we do. Yeah. Um, I've been so, I've been automating stuff so that we can grow stuff ahead of time and be more proactive. So right. Yeah, like that's all about just like uh, distribution, right? Like forecasting and distributing the data. And do you have yeah. you gotten to play with any like uh, artificial intelligence stuff in that area at all? As far mm-hmm. as like, not yet. No, no, that'd be no. cool. It would be once the once the computers figure out how to manage data the data science. for us, then there you then, go. Then you're out of a job, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> We're all out of a job eventually. It's just a matter of time. I think if you're on the no. uh, IT programming end of the spectrum, you'll probably be around a little longer until the computers figure out how to fix themselves and reprogram themselves. Then we're out of a job. <laughs> um, you said, so when I read this, I was like, holy shit. It says, I'm married with four stepkids and two kids of my own for a whopping six kids. And the age range is where I was like, damn. It's a uh, 18, 17, 13, 12, 5, and 1. Yeah. Yep. How do you deal with that? Oh, it's, you just, it's you just have the 18 and 17-year-old pretty much run the show, right? <laughs> They're like... Well, the older ones take care of the younger ones. The the 18-year-old doesn't live with us anymore. He uh, he bought his own trailer. Um, and he's basically... Respectable. Yeah, so he his mom lives with him, actually. It's, it's kind of a joke. <laughs> from our side like we, we kind of think it's it's just a little bit funny that he doesn't live with his mom but his mom lives with him nice <laughs> um so he's doing he's doing super um and then the other three the 17 the 13 year and 12 year old they go back and forth so um the 17 year old does watch our little ones a lot so she's she's a big help and the 13 year old does too so that uh yeah once they get old enough to like put them to work like (laughs) yeah when we when we just have the five and one year old though it's it's hectic around here it's chaos yeah i bet you look forward to those milestones when they become more autonomous like 
once they're old enough to like dress themselves you can just be like go get dressed <laughs> or yeah. you're like yeah. or like take a shower go feed go have lunch like right once right. you don't have to like do it all yourself like i imagine that uh, that helps the five-year-old's getting there i mean yeah. he he wants to be independent you can just see it in his face like he he and in his pride when he does do something like he just learned how to tie his shoes and he's nice. so proud of this mm-hmm. so yeah he definitely wants to do everything by himself he's like mom i made juice and there's like the kitchen's <laughs> flooded and like yeah nice. a little bit of juice in the cup <laughs> yeah yeah that's awesome um now the reason i know you is because you're a streamer. I met you at TwitchCon. Uh, James and I actually went together. I don't think, unfortunately. James. Yeah, that's because every time yeah. I went to hang out in the bar, he couldn't come because he's 20. <laughs> oh. You had messaged me too. You're like, Christopher Clever wants to see you. And I was like, all right, cool. Where is he? And then I never heard back. <laughs> <laughs> I, me- I messaged you eventually and I told him where you were. But like, I think like he was with his like clever nation people so it's kind of like you know yeah. you were off doing something and uh so me and evan were over having drinks and uh chatting with uh i mean me and bollocks his name's not evan uh <laughs> only usernames here Jim. i know i'm terrible anyway yeah so we met at twitchcon and talked for a bit and i found out that you were a streamer and uh so why don't you tell us a little bit about that how'd that start and you know your whole so, journey there it's always so it's, every everyone we talk to that's a streamer it's always fun to hear like how they got into it and like you know what their motivation is and how it changed their life or didn't or you know whatever it's, it's really interesting everyone's got a twitch story yeah yeah for sure um so yeah my um my kids used to watch me like my, well my stepkids specifically because my, my my kids are really little but um my stepkids used to watch me play uh play games adventure games um just when i was just sitting on the couch and i would make comments during them like you know like oh this this character just did something stupid or i I, like just random random whatever and they thought yeah whatever (laughs) and they they thought they thought i was hilarious and they were like you should totally stream you should you should like start a youtube channel or something and eventually i i just decided to give it a shot like i i started in about Oh, well, it was it was almost well two and a half years ago or so three 2016 and near near the end of 2016 um, I decided to, to stream life is strange because I hadn't played it yet and I was really excited to play that one and that's kind of the game that's like started my streaming I did undertale I did um, uh, among the sleep uh, which is a, it's a game like about a baby that that wakes up and doesn't have his parents anymore. <laughs> I don't even know if I've heard of that game. What's it called? It, Among the Sleep. Among the I Sleep. Think I've heard of it. It's it's a I horror never game. Knew it was about that. It's a horror game, and it's it, I screamed so much playing that game. Nice. I'll I don't find normally, some clips. Yeah, I don't normally play a lot of horror games, but um, when I do, I, I I I like to tell people. I like to tell my audience that. Um, I, my joy in playing horror games isn't the actual playing of the horror games it's watching myself play them after the fact because uh, yeah. <laughs> I, that's, those are the only ones I'm able to watch myself play I, I, when I watch myself after the fact I'm usually like oh cringe 
but yeah, for for horror games, I laugh at myself and yeah, and have a good time. I uh, I've tried playing horror games. My main problem is I get scared, but I don't. I'm not a jumpy person. Like something will freak me out, but I don't have like a physical like visceral like response to it. In my head, I'm like, oh shit! Like it, it scares me, <laughs> but I don't like I don't physically jump or anything, so it's not very entertaining for the audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's rare. Just a, man, a man sits there in the dark. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's rare that I jump. I have a jump scare on my channel and it scares me all the time, but I don't jump very often. So I don't, I don't know. I, 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 I find it probably. And it says here, you also, uh, you do step mania or DDR occasionally. Yeah. I've started doing that more. Um, and, and I kind of took a break from it for a while, but I, I really want to get back to it. Uh, I used to be a huge DDR player in college. I DDR'd all the time. And, um, and my husband got me uh, some metal pads for for Christmas this oh, year. Oh, really good kind ones! Of, yeah, kind nice. of as an early early Christmas present. He he ended up getting them for me like right after TwitchCon. I, I think I came back from TwitchCon and we got them the next day. Um, we we set those up, and I've been playing uh, Step Mania and DDR occasionally when I'm not scheduled to stream, but when I feel like it. So um, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a really good exercise. Yeah. <laughs> Tons of cardio. Yeah. Yeah. James oh, yeah. didn't, I, I brought it up cause James, I remember just recently you, wasn't it you something like a private, maybe like in a DL, someone was saying they just played DDR recently. Wasn't that you? Oh no. I played just dance. Oh, just <laughs> dance. I almost died. I did one of those streams. Yeah. I did a Just Dance stream like a long time ago. My my friend actually after that she was like, James, you should play Just Dance on stream. So I <laughs> like play it, and I was like, oh no, no thanks. I'm going to die on Twitch if I do that. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I would enjoy those. I need to be more in shape. I played Beat. Uh, what's that? Beat Saber with yeah, my friend's VR, VR setup. And like a few minutes of that, and I like realized how out of shape I was, because mm-hmm. that uh, those dancing games and anything that requires a lot of movement, I uh, I become a sweaty mess real quick. I don't think anyone would want to watch that. <laughs> It'd be bad. He's gonna collapse at any moment now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so speaking of dancing, though, you said you were a tap dancer. Yeah, I I think I started in first or second grade. I don't remember exactly when because my mom made me do ballet and I hated ballet. Yeah. <laughs> like looking back on it, I wish I would have stuck with ballet too and gotten like the whole education of like dance education of all of the things. But like m- my mom wanted me to pick one class and I really wanted to do tap. So um so I started the year after, like I took one year of ballet and then it's like, screw that, I'm done with ballet, I'm taking tap. And I wanted to do something fast and, and what I thought would be more fun. So I took tap from about either, it was either first or second grade until eighth grade. And then, um, and then I was a cheerleader in high school and missed tap so much yeah. for, for three years that I went back, I quit cheerleading my senior year and went back to, to tap dancing for, for my final year of high school. So tap dancing yeah. is, I've always enjoyed it. It's fun. I, it's fun to watch. 
it's mm-hmm. it's so much fun to do. I, I I learned like so many steps. I was in um, the advanced advanced class for a long time too, and it was it was fun. Uh, a lot of the because uh, I have a I have a drumming background, so like a lot of the rhythmic like it, it a lot of the stuff in tap is really similar to percussion rudiments. So, yeah. you know, you can always hear like, like you can hear the rhythms. And I, I, I always really, I, I saw river dance live once and that shit was amazing. I loved it back in the day yeah. when they were like touring all the time when it was like super popular. And like, I think it was like the late nineties or something. Yeah. Around then. Cause early, I really early 2000s. <laughs> I can't remember back when river dance was all the rave. I just remember being super into it. Cause it was like all that Irish dance and percussion and stuff it was pretty cool uh that's cool and it's probably a good thing you weren't uh didn't do ballet because like you see those pictures of people who have done ballet for most of their lives and like their feet and their toes are like just permanently like mutated and like they have ankle problems and i did learn to stand on my toes for tap though like yeah yeah, we did the same thing yeah is it as painful as it looks um for tap it doesn't last as long so you're you're only you're only on your toes for like a split second in tap typically um in ballet you could be there for a while right yeah you're 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 walking on the big toe you slide basically with tap the the most you do on your toes is like you might slide for a bit and then you're immediately flat-footed again or or on the ball of your foot so yeah what's your watch I just saw you. you oh. know, it's like a bright red band. I have, oh, <laughs> sorry. I have a Fitbit. Nice. I have a Fitbit as well. I I just saw the band and it looked so cool. <laughs> oh, bright red. I have like so many different color bands. Like, oh wow, you bought a whole pack of different I colors. Bought, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> when I got Change my first smartphone, I did that with my case. I went on like Amazon and I found a sale of like ten different colored cases. Like just the little rubber like skin cases. So like every week I change my color and people are like, wasn't your phone yellow before? Like, don't worry about it. <laughs> That's um, where I'm at with my Fitbit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one thing I really wanted to ask you about that you brought up was your experience with Tesla. Cause, oh God. Well, cause Lady Navio, like she loves Teslas. Like she, you know, every time we see one, she's like, Ooh, I'm gonna get one of those one day. Like it's, it's kind of one of our long-term goals. We're not there yet, but uh, you know, it's it's an electric car and it's whatever and it's sexy and big touch screen and all that stuff. Uh, and so you have one, right? Yeah, we just got one. Um, we we were supposed to get it in September. So so I love the car. I just want to preface this by saying the car is amazing. The car and itself is amazing. Yes, the car itself is totally worth the money. Um, we, we were supposed to get it though in September and then we got delay after delay after delay after delay. And finally we just said, don't even reschedule. We don't want to reschedule a pickup day. Um, just let us know when the car is there. Like we have to drive. So a little background, Michigan, um, you're not allowed to buy a Tesla in Michigan. They have no dealers in Michigan because- of mm-hmm. the lobbyists for the the car dealerships here. So they're not allowed to sell us a Tesla in Michigan. So we had to go to Ohio to get it. So 
we're like we we've rearranged our lives three times for you guys you know we're not going to do this again just to have you cancel the day before you know let's like just tell us when the car is there then we'll schedule some we'll schedule a day to pick it up yeah mm-hmm. it it took um it took uh, almost a month before they finally got the car and met several calls like we're like we, the car has gps on it can you tell us where our vehicle is and they're like <laughs> Well, it's in Illinois right now. And then like come to find out later, like later that week, oh no, it hadn't even left the factory. You know, how do they not know? Yeah. Like why why do they have to lie to us about this? And so we we eventually get the car. We love the car and we're we're super excited about it. It's like a month later, but still, you know, we finally got it. We we um we're loving the car, and then we have an issue with it where it won't go over fifty miles per hour. At so, all? No. You're like, like why own a Tesla if I can't open this bitch up, man? <laughs> I can't even so, speed with this car. It can this, go to two hundred. Yeah. So this warning comes on that says the speed has been reduced, and we can't, you know, exit and and re-enter the vehicle, and it may fix the problem. So we did that. Um, I, I'm driving it to work one day when this happens and I'm on the expressway, my expressway, like my commute is about 60 miles, about 50, 58 of it is expressway driving. Wow. So, um, so I'm on the expressway and I can't get it to go over 55. I pull over and I get out and I, you know, I do what the car tells me to do and then it won't go over 50. So I call Tesla support. And they're like, well, you know, running me through all of these steps to try to troubleshoot it. They can't figure out what's wrong with it. So they're like, well, we're going to have to tow it to Ohio. And we're like, okay, well, I guess I'm driving it back home and taking our other vehicle to work today. So I, I did that. And so then they told me that, well, that we're not going to even going to be able to look at it until Monday. This was on a, I think this was on a Wednesday. That I yeah because I normally drive to work on Wednesdays. So do they not have any repair facility type things in? They can't even have like Tesla repair places in your state. They they, they have like the mobile people who come out uh, and fix and fix issues if the if it's already been diagnosed. Got it. But they didn't they didn't know what was wrong with it, so they were like, "Well, we can't have a mobile person come to your house, so we're going to have to have it towed, and we're not going to be able to look at it until Monday." Hmm. So we so we we watch you know because it has the GPS we have the app we watch the the car go all the way to 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 Ohio and we right. see that it got there like over the weekend right before Monday and they um yeah I, I don't I don't know if they're like they have a service center I apparently they're not even allowed to have a service center in Michigan I don't I'm not sure but it's. We, we see that it got there prior to Monday and then like we wait and don't hear anything for over a week. And my husband finally calls them. and is like, what, what's going on with our car? Like we, we don't have a car and you said it would be looked at on Monday and it's, we haven't even heard anything from you guys. Yeah. He, they were, well, they were like, well, it might not have even gotten here. <laughs> we, we watched it get there. And I'm like, we saw that it was there before Monday. Yeah. We, we don't lie to us. We're tired of being lied to. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, we accidentally totaled it. <laughs> <laughs> it's destroyed. Your car is gone. I'm like, we can see it in your parking lot right now. 
parked in a ditch somewhere. And I, we finally got it back the day, um, the day after Christmas. I can't, I, I, I don't remember Merry when. Christmas. I know. Yeah. It was the day after Christmas. They, they brought it back, but, um, but it, I think it was like two and a half weeks, three, maybe three weeks where we didn't have our car. Wow. <laughs> Is it working good now? Is it things? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's good now. I, I drove it to work today. Everything was, was great. They, they, Oh, another thing I forgot to, to, to tell you too. We paid for the autopilot features and they didn't turn on autopilot. So we like, after two weeks of having the vehicle, we finally get this pop-up on our screen that says, try autopilot for 30 days. And we're like, we bought this already. Like what? I paid for this feature. (laughs) Give it to me. Just give it to me. Yeah. That's crazy. (laughs) (sighs) Well, I guess that's what happens when you're more and more of your car relies on software. True. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, uh, there's bugs. Future, they fixed that though too with the when when it got to the shop they were like well oh, we'll good. push the new config to the for for the autopilot so that that you guys have that yeah we're supposed to have it from day one come on have, have <laughs> you used the autopilot i have it's amazing it's so good yeah is it is it as good as ever i mean i don't I, know i'm skeptical I, I used it for ninety five percent of my drive this morning what? because it's it's not it's not good for for like off the expressway because it can't see stop signs or stop lights. Um, but I, when when you you know ninety nine percent of my drive is expressway driving, it it's perfect. Like mm-hmm. it just drive you know I signal and it changes lanes for me and. And it stays in my lane, and and it keeps speed. And if there's a car in front of me, it slows down. And I, yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> that sounds phenomenal. See, because that's what I'm looking for in autopilot. Because California, you're taking the freeway everywhere. So if I could oh, just yeah. hit a button and then just sit there, that'd be great. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. I I want to I want them to become like I want it to become fully autonomous. Where and I want it to become a law. Like I, I want you to be able to have places where you can go drive a car if you want to have the experience of driving a car, but like if they could fully like go karts, yeah. Well, no, yeah. I mean you know you can still have racetracks and like enthusiasts can go, but a lot of us don't care. I if right. I if we, none of us had to drive anymore and we could just get in and say go here and it goes there, and they're all like communicating with each other and figuring it all out. Like traffic will go away, like drive times will go down, accidents will go down, like. It, it it's just win. Yeah, absolutely. Overall. I'm all for it. I mean, other, other than like whatever data they're collecting about everywhere we're going, which they will guarantee mm-hmm. if there's data to collect, they will. But eh, I don't know. I think it's a fair trade off. I use Google all the time. I, I know, know they know everything about me. me. Like he spent uh he, you've been spending an average 45 minutes at the liquor store. <laughs> 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 whatever. I mean, I uh I've I've successfully kept my real name off the internet long enough. I'll 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 keep the parts of my life anonymous that I want to. I'll have a little scooter when I need to go to the liquor store or something. Who knows? Then they track you on your phone. Yeah, true. There's no escape. There's no escape. It's like you know, <laughs> I get home after a trip around. It's like, how was Denny's? I'm like, bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's it two a.m. Don't ask me. Exactly. I wasn't there. What are you talking about? I, yeah. Anyway, 
<laughs> I, I'm glad you're enjoying your Tesla. Hopefully, I mean, and some of the problems you're dealing with are, you know, unfortunately, they probably would not exist if it were, you know, if Tesla had anything to say about it. You know, the, the government oh, yeah. regulations in different states as far as not being able to deal directly with consumers and all that stuff. It's such a racket. I mean, I, yeah. I, that, that the whole business model of, of having dealerships that sell your car to you so they can, you know, mark it up and lock you into all the other shit. I mean, I I'm all for direct to you marketing. I buy a lot of stuff direct through different services online and I don't see why cars should be any different. If you can buy your, memory foam mattress on a website why can't you buy your car on a website i don't know yeah oh no i'm i'm with you i just don't want tesla to lie to us anymore like that's <laughs> yeah no your I, car's here no it's there that that no that don't part's care. definitely their fault but as far as them not being able to sell you a car or maintenance yeah. your car oh, locally yeah. or whatever like that's kind of out of their hands Right. I don't know. Yeah, that that we don't have a problem with. By the way, Masheep works at a car dealership, so he gets real pissed when I talk about direct to consumer uh, car stuff. <laughs> he, he said, he, "He said, shut up, Jimmy. Your mattress doesn't drive down a freeway." <laughs> Whatever, man. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. Well, once once cars are autonomous, my mattress will drive down the freeway because I'll be sleeping on the way to work. I have a mattress in the back of my self-driving car. And I'll buy them both directly from the website. Bitch. <laughs> um, anyway, we uh, we wanted to bring you on because you're a member. We've had a few people now from uh, Clever Nation now, and we'd like to have more. Well, you guys are awesome. Uh, I think Team DLC and Clever Nation should uh, team up and do some cool shit together. Um, and I watched some of your streams. I lurk in there occasionally. You haven't been streaming as much, like you said. You had the holidays and holidays, everything going yeah. on. But uh, I know uh, that Bishop girl is kind of, you know, she found me. And she's been always really involved with uh, Clever Nation and stuff. So she's like, you should get this person on. You should get that person on. So... Um, you know, when I met you, I thought it was, it was a perfect fit and I'm glad you're here. And, uh, we have a couple of our quick fire questions that we like to ask all of our guests. Uh, if you don't mind. Shoot. All right. Well, first I'll ask you, since you dealt with it directly, why is visual basic trash? Oh my God. <laughs> um, it's not really object oriented. It's kind of, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so Visual Basic. Um, Which version had, of VB was it? I, I'm I primarily used VB six. Oh, okay. So, mm -hmm. so I I took uh, .NET classes in college, but in in v, in plain old VB six, it, it's it mimics object orientation yeah. okay and so without going into too much technical detail can you explain to the people why it's such a difference between having .net and not having .net and can you like essentially 
in layman's terms, the best I can explain it is that .NET is is a very useful set of libraries and tools that connect a lot of things for you. Um, and if you don't have those, it makes it a lot more complicated in Windows environments to get anything done. Would you Would you yeah. say that's fair? I I would definitely say that's fair. Like it, it's basically if you if you don't if you don't learn all of their their libraries and 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 all of the the little individual components that they they have tons of uh there's there's no way you're going to get anywhere right in that language it's it's the 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 documentation is decent though i will give it that um anytime i needed to learn something um learn something new or or go through um, any of the MSDN like backlog of documentation or whatever. I, I you were able to did, find the answer. I was able to find what I was looking for yeah. primarily, and and that I will say is is decent about it because I haven't been able to find anywhere near that for like Java or and I and I'm not a Java programmer at all but I've I tried to dabble in it for a while I tried to to do some android programming um the the level of documentation for vb is is more I would say than than what I was able to find for java oh okay wow mhm mm-hmm. <laughs> james i love it <laughs> do you have a do you have a question from our list james that you want to ask I know you have a couple favorites on there. Let me pull up the list. Well, then. All right. Well, I'm just, I'm just well, listening. I'm like, uh-huh. Documentation. Gotcha. It's gotcha. important, man. Library. It's very of course, important. Of course. You're not getting anywhere I took without one docs. online CS50 class. So I'm very well-spoken about this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you there. You hang out with me long enough, you'll start, you'll start understanding the... Um, while he's pulling that up, I'll ask one of my favorites. What's your favorite curse word? It's probably fuck. Yeah. I say fuck a whole lot. Yeah. It's a good one. <laughs> it's a go-to for a lot of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there any creative ones? Any like, uh, just like, and it doesn't have to be one of the sinful seven. It can be just like some like raunchy, just something like, is there a, a funny, um, cuss word or phrase or saying that makes you giggle i every time i see somebody say douche canoe (laughs) that's what i'm looking for that's a solid one yeah or douche nozzle yeah anything douche in it is usually pretty funny (laughs) that's true it's it's a good uh it's a good good combiner yeah i like it combine it there's a lot of words you can combine it with and it just uh makes a douche cake or you know who knows whatever (laughs) you put it with anything and it's funny oh yeah all right james you got a question all right so merlin what is something you are not very good at um something i'm not very good at there's a lot of things i'm not very good at (laughs) um um letting go of of things that like pet peeves that 
piss me off that the kids do. I uh, feel like uh-huh. I feel like I I get pretty I get pretty angry sometimes, and I know that that letting go of of stuff like sometimes I just have to legit just go away, like <laughs> just walk, walk it away. off. And yeah. and sit up in my room for a while because I'm just gonna stew for <laughs> for the next you know half hour to an hour. Yeah, it's it, it's I'm not good at that. What's that saying? Uh, don't sweat the small stuff, and it's all small stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's <laughs> that's not something I'm good at. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's easier said than done. I feel like it's. Mm-hmm. There, I, I definitely, I have a lot of little nitpicky pet peeves, and I know I do. I'm bored. I'm there's certain things that I'm probably borderline OCD about, and I, like you said, sometimes you just have to like, nope, walk away. I'm not gonna <laughs> let this bother me because if I do, it's gonna ruin my whole day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel you on that one. That's a good one. Um, what about this one? Is there a sound or noise? That you love. That I love? Well, actually, let me put that either way. Some people go negative with this one. Is there a sound or noise that triggers you, either positive or negative? Like, reminds you of a, a memory or a, a point in time or a childhood, like, moment or... A 48K modem turning on. Ooh, that is a good one. <laughs> You've got mail. Um, so, I, I think I would have to go with uh, bubble bubble wrap. Oh, I, the pops, like little... the pops, yeah, the, from bubble wrap. I used to do that as a kid all the time. That was one of my favorite things. Like when my parents got the the packages or whatever from any anything that they ordered, and they didn't order a lot, so I think that's why it stands out. They they get maybe like two packages a year that have bubble wrap in them, and I'd get so excited to pop the bubble wrap every single time. Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> And, and now, I mean, we get bubble wrap all the time, so it's not not a big deal. But every time I hear like the kids like going crazy on the bubble wrap, it just reminds me of like how when I was a little kid and that high wrap. pitch. It's it's a very distinct like popping sound. It's different yeah. than most like e- exploding popping sounds. Yeah, it's, it's such a small like small a bubble. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. I like it. Um, that reminds me. One time there was a. Uh, there, there was, you know how there's Home Depot? There was also a store in California called Home Base. I don't know if that was an international one or national one or not, but it was called Home Base. It was a franchise as well, but it was a smaller one. And when they all went out of business, my mom used to work at one. And uh, so when they went out of business, they just had all this stuff they were getting rid of. And she brought home like four industrial rolls of bubble wrap. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> like this will last us forever. Like like four foot tall, like just fat rolls of bubble wrap. And so I remember, like she didn't let us have all of it, but she she let us have like me and my sister have some of it, and we just like unroll sheets of it and like run across it, like roll in it, like wrap ourselves in it, and run into walls. So <laughs> I, I definitely have some good memories from the the popping sounds from bubble wrap. <laughs> That's a good one. I haven't thought about that in a long time. That brought back a good memory. <laughs> what about a negative one? Is there like a, a sound that triggers you, like uh, nails on a chalkboard or anything like that? Biting nails. 
like that oh that, that pop with that yeah uh. when it oh that drives me insane and and my husband knows it and he does that very very occasionally like he's not a huge nail biter but like sometimes he'll be sitting on the couch and he's biting his nails and i'm just like stop no and he knows and he's like oh oh yeah i'm sorry like, <laughs> Ooh, that is a good one could <laughs> you uh, especially thought of that when you're in enclosed spaces, those ones are the worst too. Like someone clipping their fingernails on an airplane or some shit like that. Wait, what? Yeah, no, it's a thing, man. <laughs> no, it's a thing I've I experienced in my I life. I encounter that. Yeah, I've been on many planes and I've yet to encounter that specifically. Yeah, it's a thing. You're you're a lucky man for not having experienced it. Um. So, what are three do's and don'ts? of um programming or dba you could go with either one on this since that's um, your profession i'd like to like if there were like if someone trying to get into it or or you know who might be interested in in that world it thing like so what are some lessons after this many years of programming and dba like just that you save some people a few years of heart, grief um all right so i think do comment uh my code is (laughs) self-documenting pseudocode is is generally how i go like if if i'm gonna write something i like comment before i write it like i just pseudocode the whole thing and then i build it from there yeah um i build your tests first (laughs) 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 love pseudocode test test first development no my programmer friend (laughs) Um, I I have another do as well, like do indent because, oh my God, readability, like don't, uh, people who don't indent, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm a tabber and not a space person. How dare you (laughs) get off of my podcast (laughs) (laughs) because like, uh, just I can't tell if it's one space or two in some in certain in certain text editors. It's just indent. Um, I feel like that's that's super important. Um, uh, and I guess I guess my don'ts are kind of like looped in a little bit. Like don't um, like all lowercase or all uppercase. I. I'm I'm a big camel case fan. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um get out of here with those underscores too. I want to punch someone with Oh they... <laughs> god, no underscores. JavaScript no underscore. programmers with their underscores. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm all camel case, so I'm with camel ca- attack. I mean, I feel like that's that's probably somewhat VB related because uh like the 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 fact that I started mostly in VB yeah. where you have the, like the the type of your your variable in lowercase and then you do the camel case from from then on right um i'm trying to think of more like do's and like because i i i guess uh i as from from a database perspective i would say don't use cursors if you can help it yeah (laughs) cursors are the devil and are are horrible for performance um but they're so easy but they're terrible (laughs) don't use them all right 
set-based solutions are, there's usually a way to find a set-based solution rather than going through a loop. Uh, it's, especially with when you're, when it, where a database is concerned. Um, SQL is not a programming language. I, I think that it's not really a do or a don't, but like, it's not a programming language. Don't treat it like one. Oh, come on. <laughs> You you don't want all your business logic right there in your uh, in your database <laughs> functions. You don't. That's not. I no. I I I did that for the insurance company. We did a lot of coding and stored procedures. So I've been in been in both worlds. And as a DBA, I say like I say don't do that because I've I've dealt with having to deal with uh, the uh, fallout the from from having to watch performance issues yeah. <laughs> because of some stored procedure that's just running insanely long and draining all the CPU. All right. Fair enough. So. Those are some good do's and don'ts for any of you nerds out there. If you don't know any <laughs> of the words she said, you're, you Google them and learn, teach yourself some things. Learn PowerShell. That's Ooh. my, that's my last. Ooh, that, yeah, that's a good one. PowerShell is, I, I've just recently learned PowerShell in the last few years and it's definitely worth it. Yeah. It's a lot, uh, I I probably should spend more time in PowerShell. I'm I'm quite versed in in Bash, uh, but um, PowerShell has got some pretty cool stuff. That, you can do almost anything. Oh in yeah, PowerShell. it's crazy. All right, I think we got most. Oh, we got to ask the last one that we always ask everyone: uh, room, desk, and car. Which one do you clean first? Ooh, I think it would be desk for me. Yeah. Um, and I like mainly because I just sort of started cleaning it. <laughs> Fair enough. I have, I, I, if I don't have my desk clean, I feel like I lose a lot of motivation to do, to, to sit because I spend most of my time at my desk. I mean, in, in my room, I sleep and, you know, I, I can, I can usually let stuff go up there, but for, for like where I spend most of my time, I have to make sure my desk and my space is, is kind of at least so that I can like put a piece of paper down and be able to jot stuff down on it. Sure. I, I have to have at least mm -hmm. that much room. And if I don't, it kind of drives me a little insane. Yeah. You are, you're in the majority for Twitch streamers. That, that seems to be. Uh, and, and exactly for that reasoning, it's where I spend most of my time. So that's yeah. gotta be, if I'm gonna sit here and I need to know where things are, have room to do stuff. What about what, what's after that? Probably room. Room? Our cars mm -hmm. are a mess. We have kids. How dare you? The Tesla cleans itself. So, <laughs> yeah. When, when are we going to have autonomous cleaning in our cars? The Tesla's clean because we haven't had it that long. Oh, but true. like the, the Pacifica, we have a, we have a, we have a lot of kids, so yeah, we have a minivan, and the Pacifica is a complete mess. You went with the Pacifica, huh? You're not rocking the Windstar. The Pacifica is a hybrid. I know. I'm just playing. <laughs> it's plug-in. The, the Windstar's got that classic design, though. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go go Google Windstar, and you'll know what I'm I'm talking about. Um, I think that is all. Unless you had any other questions, James. No, I think we covered a good amount. All right. Uh, what is this a wind star? 
Yeah, I got to Google this too. It's hmm. it is it is the most stereotypical like minivan from. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're not rocking the Windstar. Mm-mm. That's like the ultimate soccer mom van from back in like the late nineties. The best got the sliding doors that would break all the time. I'm sure. <laughs> we used to have a Dodge Grand Caravan. Which nice. Is is close but not not quite there yeah so what we're gonna do now is we're gonna take a short break uh you know you usually around five minutes everyone can go hit the bucket drink your drink smoke your smoke do what you gotta do and when we come back the crowd favorite we're gonna have a fresh chief's beef hot and spicy and he promised it's it's a special one uh, I think he said he's doing like a a year in review of all the beefs he's done so far. So, uh, Merlin, you're in for a treat. Usually, it's uh, two topics head to head that we debate, but it sounds like he has he's created something magical for us. And Mashif, by the way, uh, going to call you out right now on the podcast. The uh, the extension is different, so I can't play it how I usually play it. So hopefully, we can get past the technical <laughs> difficulties. But you saved it as as an MPEG instead of an MP4, and I hate you. And you can die in a fire. <laughs> it won't play how I usually play it. So hopefully we don't have problems. If we do, everyone go write Mashif an angry email. And uh, we'll be back in a few minutes. All right. I am back. We're going to bring our guest back on here in just a moment, and we're bringing you a hot, fresh beef in review. It's a beef royale, I think is what he called it. All right. So for those who don't know, Mashif is our resident angry old man, and he likes to get angry about a lot of things. And he promised us a beef royale. This is a year in review of all the Sheaf's beef up until now, and we get to decide which one was the beefiest. So if you guys are ready, we'll, we'll go on go. All right? All right. One, okay. two, three, go. Tonight, we're going to witness the most anticipated beefs in the history of Hit the Bucket. For the beefest beef of the world, are you ready, podcast fans? Are you ready? From Jeff Bezos' personal Twitch server, ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to beef! Welcome, everyone, back to the ring for the first Chiefs beef of 2019. Love that. I want to take this opportunity to take a look back and see the beefs that we've gone through this year. And at the very end, I'm going to let you know what is the biggest beef of the year. Now, Woo. here's a couple beefs that we lost in 2018. <laughs> that we lost? Did, <laughs> oh, did we have to edit them because Worth. of... That lies okay. The little white lies, I'm down with. The ones that don't matter, no big deal. Yeah, you look great in that shirt, whatever, move on. Okay? Lie to me. You got to go... Hey, man, hey, can you come here? I need some help with this fucking thing. Oh, yeah, sorry, man. Yeah, trouble with the, uh... <laughs> so check out there. That's yeah, broken. Oh, yeah, these things never work. Hold on. Let me go get my manager. Yeah, okay, I know. Thanks. Thanks. Okay. Bacon toothpaste, <laughs> bacon oh, toothpicks, yeah. bacon vodka, bacon lube, bacon condoms. They're all fucking out there, <laughs> and they all make bacon worse. They don't make the other thing better. Outside of that door. Looking at the receptionist on the other side of the door. Doors. You both know what's about to happen. She's going to get annoyed because you're bugging her at work. You're going to get annoyed because you're bugging someone at work. Yes. But this fucking door is in your way, right? 
afraid of a little tiny spider, but it looks even <laughs> stupider when you're walking down the street and you're on the phone. And what happens? You run into a net and you're doing this. <laughs> Fucking spider. Right? Serving it in the break room is some sort of celebration. We'll go ahead and pretend that. It's not. A real party is getting some booze together, getting my friends together, getting some music. Let's hang yeah, out and have a good time. But can you do that at work? Fuck no. Not washing your hands like this, like a normal human being. Sinks! underneath in the corner trying to wash your hands. <laughs> Fuck cake. Cake is the <laughs> lowest tier dessert. Cake is served He's still three not times wrong about cake. In the year. And only three times. Nobody goes cake. out of their way I'm to sorry. eat fucking cake. You're going to eat it for a birthday, like we said a second ago, for a wedding. When I went to visit funeral. him, he gave me little Now at a birthday, cakes. that it's time to dial it back and cancel the whole fucking thing, okay? Oh, if everything yeah. causes cancer, then nothing does. Now, it started, this whole thing that started Bishop with girl, commercial free, cake, right? Cake it was commercial best. free. It was new. They I could say curse cake. words. Does that stuff happen anymore? Uh-uh. Every single day. You're spending 10 to 15 <laughs> minutes every day getting it right so it looks proper and you get a hey, good who's that guy? <laughs> And that's only important because... You're required to buy your job. Shaving, you're fucking bullshit. I'm a man. Let me be a man. All you guys out there with beards, enjoy them and cultivate them. Grow latest, greatest game and how it's going to create the most immersive experience that you've ever Woke up. I pour the oh, cereal. Oh, yeah, the blue the screen. Milk, go to take a bite. <laughs> Shit, something's off with this fucking cereal. It's sour. Well, you oh, check the, the milk right away, right? That's the first thing cereal. you're going to go for. Cereal. Well, it's not... It's not the milk. Still what could it be? You look it. down at your bowl and you go, oh shit, this fucking thing is moving. <laughs> it is 100% full of ants. I just ate ants. Holy shit. <laughs> journalism. Sorry, didn't mean to scare you there. Why journalism? Journal Force. Congratulations. Space Force. Good job, Earth. We're officially out of problems. We can now start <laughs> focusing on the important stuff like space. They did a dusting of cheese on top. And they go, oh, can we put the bean juice on it? Excuse me? <laughs> yes. Has that question ever been uttered in the history of the world? Who wants bean juice on their fucking burrito? Bean juice. The sheep ain't no thief. That's why you're the beef. Those were the beefs that we lost in 2018 and some of my absolute favorite clips. Now what we're going to do is put two of 2018's beefs up against each other to figure out which is the biggest beef of 2018. And 18. There'll be a short clip for context, and like always, we're going to have an opportunity for Jimmy, James, Chat, and our guests to give their input and figure out which is the biggest beef of 2018. So here we go. Here are the beefs. All right. Hold on. I think I see something. <coughs> Stop what you're doing. The joke police are here. We disagree with something you said. Even though it was a joke, we've taken offense. The joke police are everywhere, and they're calling for people's heads over... Fucking nothing. This was a, jo a joke. It was a simple joke. And you know what? Dan Crenshaw, he ate it up. And he used it to his advantage. And he actually won his election. So this joke actually really helped him. Then, everyone was so pissed off. All the pundits and the, the fucking CNN and all the other news stations. They all got so upset over this joke. This fake outrage. Nobody lost sleep. Nobody was hurt. It couldn't possibly be the worst thing that's ever happened to Mr. Crenshaw. Right? We have literally hundreds of username Log and passwords. The average business uh, person that needs a computer for work has 200 logins. And you know what? There's a new one every fucking day. And these things are a pain in the ass to keep up with. 
not only do you have to change it once a month, but you have to change it using using the credentials and the 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 rules that they set. Okay, there's no standardization. There's True. the deal. Thank you, everyone, for your input. Before we find out what the biggest beef of the year is, I want to give a quick shout-out to everyone that watches live on Twitch and has been a part of Hit the Bucket this year. It's been a fantastic 2018, and I can't wait to see what kind of shit I can complain about in 2019. Now, let's figure (laughs) out what's the biggest beef. It is. Oh, no. Were we supposed to pause it? Oh, you didn't get You didn't say. There was no pause, Mashif. You, there I, was a... <laughs> was, was that weird jump cut the pause? Oh, oh you're the worst. I <laughs> All right, my new biggest beef is not giving proper time to You usually say Jimmy, James, chat, guest, tell me which one's the bigger beef. It was so it was too it wasn't enough. F in chat, boys. All right. Well, I want to debate him anyway, even though we saw which one was the bigger beef. And I think I would have ultimately in my head, I was already thinking I was going to go joke police anyway. But uh, Merlin, why don't you? uh, So the two final uh, head to head uh, contestants were joke police and login credentials, which... I ranted pretty hard on both of these, but I would love to hear your opinion on them. So, uh, Mashif sent me like the the the, the podcasts uh, that they were initially from earlier sure. today, and I watched them earlier today. And I had already kind of formulated the debate in my head before seeing this, okay. so I'm kind of glad that uh, that <laughs> this happened. <because laughs> I, I I would I would say the same thing regardless. So I kind of figured um, after having watched both podcasts that uh, that Mashif would actually say login credentials. But personally, I was going to go with Joke Police. Okay. Um, I I feel like login credentials. Like I have, um, and I'm I'm kind of with you, Jimmy, on the uh, the one pass. Like one password is what I use actually. Last pass, last pass, um, or one pass, or there's what? A few yeah, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of different um, there's a lot of different uh, tools solutions. Yeah, yeah, tools for that. Managers. Um, so I feel personally like login credentials isn't as big of a beef as uh as the joke police i feel like the joke police is something that impacts everybody in a really stupid way (laughs) and and i think that's more why i i think that's the bigger beef because (sighs) come on guys like you know that's more i that was a, a such a stupid joke that like didn't ha- hurt anyone and to get all up in arms and all offended over absolutely nothing it just every time that happens i just roll my eyes and go yeah that's why trump won <laughs> well yeah and as like a streamer and like entertainer content creator it's like we have to constantly be worried about like you know offending someone all the time mm-hmm. yeah you do jimmy the backlog is growing. The black <laughs> James is Pile making a on. list. 
He's going to write an essay of all the times I've Things offended Jimmy him. Navio and... has said out of context that will hurt him in the future. James, I didn't mean to hurt your people. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I, I think the login credentials is a problem that will eventually be solved. I think that was one of my arguments is that like, you know, there's all these different things that people have tried and are trying and it's getting better. And like the two, the two step authentication and all that stuff. There's a clip somewhere of Jimmy saying meth is okay in moderation. <laughs> Probably. As is most things. Yeah. Yeah. All things in moderation. But, but I agree a hundred percent with you on, on which one has a larger impact on a global scale and which one is a bigger beef overall. I think James, what would you, would you, what do you think? Or do you really hate logins? I kind of do, but at the same time, it's so easy. I don't use a password manager. Instead, I just let Google Chrome have all of it stored in a plain text file, which is really bad. Does but Google Chrome save it in a plain text file? So my friend told me I never checked myself. I don't think so. I think they use like a, a now they, I have to do, now they do like a cloud as, thing. As long as no one can get the main password to access my laptop. True. It's all safe. My laptop is the password manager. <laughs> the joke police. Yeah, I think that one was the bigger beef for me. Like even going back so long ago, it's still like it's a joke. So, so yeah, I thought that uh, the login credentials would be his biggest beef, though. After hearing his explanation yeah. of like why it was the biggest beef for that particular show, um, so. You know, I did get that wrong. <laughs> yeah, I may have, I may have, I think you and I think alike. I probably, because he he was really upset about login credentials. I remember that clip. And I, I he could have gone either way on this one, because login credentials are a huge pain in the ass if you care that much, or if you're not using the modern tools, I could see, especially because he deals with a lot of different systems within his business and whatnot. And he brought up the blockchain. <laughs> <laughs> Blockchain's going to solve login credentials, don't you know? <laughs> That's going to authenticate everyone. We're all going to be the blockchain. But uh, no, I yeah, joke police for sure. I think I think everyone is in agreement. In 2018 especially, you know, as far as the pendulum swung right, it also swung very hard to the left. We have mm. we have some pretty extreme shit going on on both sides, and everyone's <laughs> either going out of their way to inf- offend people or going out of their way to be offended. And it's it's pretty. Hopefully, we can all just kind of come together and chill the fuck out and smoke a joint and enjoy 2019. It, it, let's let's just legalize weed and everyone will just chill out, right? Legal in my state now. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the pendulum swung right. Mischief, get out of here. I don't want to talk to you right now. Stop critiquing the argument. Just, just be an audience member. All right. I'm at 615. Same here. 614 for all right. me. If, you wanna, if we want to all get on 615. All right, I'm on six fifteen. Cool. We'll we'll watch the rest on go. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right. One, two, three, go. The joke police. 
We're at a really weird point, right? In 2018, we had tons of controversy over jokes and who's allowed to say what. And this comes down to a couple of things. As a country, we need freedom of speech. And we need to be able to take a fucking joke. In 2019, let's look forward to more jokes. The, the raunchier, the, the more inappropriate, the better. <laughs> and you know what? Everyone that gets offended by them, that's fine. You can be offended, but don't stifle free speech. Let people say what they want to say. And hey, if it's a joke and it doesn't mean any harm, maybe chill the fuck out. Okay? Yeah, that so 2018, <laughs> the biggest mm-hmm. beef of the year is the joke police. Thank you again, everyone, and have a great 2019. All right. Thank you, Mashif, as always. Uh, I don't pay him. He actually does that because he likes doing it, he says, but I, you know. He complains for free. (laughs) So thank you for always being willing to put one of those together each week. You can find them at twitch.tv forward slash Mashif, M-E-S-H-Y-F. He's a friend of mine. He sold me my car. Uh, I met him through Lady Navio. They used to work at the same dealership before we moved. So thank you, sir. And uh, be be looking in the mail for your wedding invitation. Coming soon. Yay! Um, Let's talk about some stuff. Some fun New Year's stuff happened. <laughs> Did you, you talking get- about... Ninja. <laughs> I mean, there were a couple of them that I thought would be fun to talk about. If anyone was watching TV on New Year's or or happened to cross the Reddit threads that uh, spawned as a result, there was some pretty fun goings on. Um, mm-hmm. The first of which, uh, well, actually, real quick, leading up to the the failed floss attempt. Oh my god. Um, he did his best. Let's talk about the fact that leading up to that, there was already a bunch of controversy about the whole ninja New Year's thing, right? Mm-hmm. That's true. Like that, I, maybe that deserves at least a little bit of a discussion before we make fun of ninja some more. Uh, <laughs> but the whole, the whole uh, New Year's event and them just at, blatantly advertising Ninja's stream on everyone else's channel, right? Mm-hmm. What did did you have an opinion on that, Merlin? Mer- Merlin? I keep wanting to call you Merlin because Merlin to me is like a I, that's Merlin. yeah, like okay. the wizard. Yeah, exactly, Merlin. Do you have an opinion yeah. on that whole thing? Oh, I so I didn't even notice it until like Twitter started blowing up. Um, I I have Twitch Prime, and I thought for 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 some reason that like Twitch like I thought we got an email that Twitch Prime was gonna stop like doing the ad blocking it's based on your renewal so if you pay if you prepaid for a year you prepaid you prepaid under the contract that you would not have ads on twitch so they can't change your existing so when you the next time you renew you're going to start getting commercials up the yang ads oh god so i was lucky enough i'm in your boat i ran i i did a year renewal right before they changed (laughs) right before they announced that so i have Mm -hmm. not been hit with the ads yet either but it's coming Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna be happy about it yeah, so I I haven't seen any ads on Twitch in in you know like years and years, and uh, so I didn't know about it until Twitter. But then like when I saw the Twitter posts about it, I was like, what the fuck? Like why why would Twitter like or why, sorry why would Twitch uh, 
do that? Like why I, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like I can understand like if it was a Twitch sponsored event, like it was on Twitch's channel or whatever, uh, Twitch's, but for them to just promote like their biggest channel, a ninja new year, the, uh, I, yeah, my opinion on it is pretty much the same as everybody else's like, really? <laughs> like that's what you're doing now. Yeah. I did find it really funny that Ninja, uh, how Ninja responded though. Well, that yeah, that's when it got even that was worse. A whole other because he he put his shoe right deep inside his mouth. He, he, yeah, he deleted that tweet quick. Oh yeah, how, I don't know how they let that go out at all. He's got to have like a manager or something. Like someone had to have been like, dude, not a good idea. I want like <laughs> if he doesn't have a manager, he probably will after that tweet because that shit was stupid. He was like <laughs> straight up was like. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I don't see what the big deal is. We're bringing more of an audience to the platform. We should be happy about it. It's because it's me, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's just like, I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but it was something along those lines. It's because it's Ninja. Mm-hmm. Would it Would it be the same if right. it were anyone else? And it's just like, no, that's not the point, jackhole. Right. A rising right. tide lifts all boats, Pepega. I mean, I get that argument. And, you know, there is some truth to the fact that, yes, by popularizing Ninja, more people will find Twitch, which means they'll probably check out Twitch and find other people they like. I get I get the argument about the growth of Twitch in general, mm-hmm. but the problem with that argument is that those ads were on Twitch. Yeah. Right. They like, weren't they, already there. Right. We I mean, it'd be, knew about Ninja and we choose not to watch his content. It'd be one thing if those ads were on a different platform. If you were putting those ads on like YouTube or just, you know, on Google.com, if you had that ad off to the side, come watch Ninja on New Year's. That's different than advertising to the people who already use already Twitch and Twitch? saying, hey, I know you're about to watch this stream, but before you do, let me tell you about this other stream that's going to happen on New Year's. You should probably go watch that. And it's just like that. I think that's why it felt so dirty. And and I, I don't yeah. think Ninja took that into consideration when he put out that tweet. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I, it, but he deleted he deleted it pretty damn fast. Yeah, but <laughs> once it touches the internet, it's forever. So right. I mean, it's been clipped, screenshot, reposted everywhere. Yeah, it's been memeified over. I mean, people made response videos, and yeah, no, you're not getting away from that one, Ninja. Think next time before you hit that that little send button, bro. Anyway, I mean, I guess he got what he deserved uh, with the whole uh, <laughs> the whole floss thing. I'm gonna pull yeah, up the uh, the everybody Red- like the <laughs> main Reddit thread that I saw was on our cringe. That that was hard to watch. Yeah, <laughs> I love the caption "epic gamer moment." Um, he uh, yeah, he tried to he he tried to use his public influence to get everyone to floss at the same time. I love and notice in this clip, we'll probably I don't know if we'll be able to play this uh, again copyright uh, on the YouTube, but uh, we'll post the link to it. Notice in this clip, the camera cuts and the cameramen are trying their hardest to find anyone. They'll, they'll like it pans to like one dude in a yeah. like by himself doing it. <laughs> They're like, "Oh, hurry! We need to find someone out there doing it." It's bad. We're gonna watch it, and you're all gonna cringe. All right, it's real simple. 
If you guys have all flossed before. It's real simple. I mean, like with your teeth, I mean, you're just going in, out, in, out, in. I mean, it's just it. That's it. So we're going to try to get a million people right now to dance yeah. in Times Square. Woo! Yeah. Think I bet you there's it? some masters of flossing here. Are you yeah. guys ready? Are you guys ready to floss? Show us what you got. Okay. Show us what you got. Let's get some floss music on. We're getting ready. It's so wet. It's so wet. It's so awesome. Some floss Should we count music. down? Are we going to get some tunes on? Absolutely ready. And three, three two, two one. one. Yeah. Hold up, hold up. Floss, baby. You guys know what? Come on, man. I want to see Oh, there's one. Get it going. There's one. Working. I'm going to hit my wife over here. Wait. You want to come up? Everyone floss, let's get it. Come on, baby. Show me yeah. what you got. Show me what Just move. If you guys know what, just move. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> They've all got diapers full of poop. They're not flossing. It's been raining. They're freezing. They're, they're <laughs> nobody's they're moving in the whole crowd. They're just like staring at the guy. There's like one guy like just doing his own little dance off to the side. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, it was so painful, man. I just hit my own mic Imagine while I was dancing. Ninja, and just being told all you gotta do. You're gonna be. Everywhere it's being broadcast. Everywhere, all you have to do is get the audience to floss. And he's like, "All right, sounds easy, perfect." And I get to be on the screen, and then that happens. Yeah, the real world is not your Twitch channel. They're not gonna. <laughs> they're not gonna listen to anything. They're like, "Who's this dude?" I'm cold. I uh, plus I wasn't joking about the diapers full of shit thing. Like, if you want to be in that Times Square thing, people don't realize once you come in. You're, you're not allowed to leave. If you leave, you're not allowed back in. So when they fill Times Square with people, literally half of those people are probably wearing diapers or peeing on sidewalks or like. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's. You're it, there for a while. Yeah, it's hours. You're just standing there. And plus, it started raining. Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're, those people are miserable. They've been out there for hours. And he's like, all right, guys, let's floss. And then I'll go back to my penthouse where it's nice and warm. Like when did that air? I didn't. I didn't actually watch it. The you know on New Year's Eve, but like, was that like close to when the ball dropped? Or uh, I'm honestly not sure either. I, I, I think so, but <laughs> I didn't see it live. Yeah, it was. <laughs> You're as cold as ice. Hi, how are you? Someone in Twitch mm-hmm. chat looks new. Welcome. I just know I opened up my phone like around sometime after, and it was all over our cringe. Yeah, it was. Aww. It's rare that our cringe gets a uh, gets a post with nineteen thousand upvotes. <laughs> it was great. So yeah, you know, maybe maybe uh, maybe hopefully that maybe just kind of pushed his ego down like a little bit. Like maybe not though. <laughs> mm-hmm. Probably not. No, probably not. It's <laughs> wishful thinking. Uh, this one was good too. Somebody compiled all of the uh, – I don't know if anyone saw that uh, Anderson Cooper was uh, taking shots every hour. And I guess yeah. he's not used to taking shots. He doesn't do hard liquor. But <laughs> but every time he takes a shot, <laughs> he, like, loses his shit so hard. He, he like, is, I, don't, I don't know if he's ever had vodka shots before in his life. It's it, kind of, it was, I thought he said it was tequila. Oh, is it? It might be. You yeah. might. Oh, you're right. It's tequila. Yeah, tequila. My bad. I misspoke. Yeah, <laughs> but I want to. I want to watch this one too because it's hilarious. <laughs> 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 
Jesus, I feel better already. <laughs> Anderson made me promise not to complain about the weather. His reaction every time. I, he's usually so composed, you know. What's just the beginning. It's tequila. Uh, <laughs> Ian, it's yes, it's our hourly toast. Not making it any less Another fun. So, cheers. Cheers if you have at home. I did not a tequila driving, shot. But between feel free to the break. Toast along with us. I just didn't. I didn't. Um, you know what? Every didn't even bother It's like burning your lungs. <laughs> your lungs. Like, seriously, you can tell he does not drink. Times Square, it is Ever. the top of the hour. The crowd is counting down <laughs> to the top of the hour. So the frost, the top of the hour. His meeting. eyes are getting a little uh, uh, shot. shot. I hope this you is have number three. With us at home. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> the other guy's a champ. He's like, probably does you know this what? every weekend. Wait, like, really? That, are you serious, Anderson? Uh, uh, for real? Are you kidding? <laughs> I, I don't drink. It's like it's medicine. Oh, it is. It yes, is. I'd, rather, medicine. I'd rather have NyQuil. No, you're not. <laughs> okay. I'd rather have NyQuil. <laughs> He's uh, just dying. So good. And then I thought this was funny. We don't need to dwell on it, but this uh, this post... It was a good post. It got 183,000 upvotes. And it got it got 17 silvers, 10 golds, and four platinums. People who haven't pooped in 2019 yet. Why are you still holding on to last year's shit? It's so good. And did you see, are you guys familiar with Poem for Your Sprog? Do you know who that is? No. So he's a guy who goes into Reddit threads and picks out comments and writes amazing poems about them. And so uh, the the top re response to this question in Ask Reddit was, it's all I have. As far as like, why are you still holding on to it? He said, it's all I have. <laughs> and in response, a poem for your sprog. I would love to get this guy on the podcast. He's like one of my favorite. I, I, I have him friended and I go and read all of his poems. Uh, he's actually a really amazing poet. He's written some books and stuff, but this poem is amazing. I'm going to read it. It says, <laughs> I will not give, I will not go. I will not drop the bait below. <laughs> I will not dump. I will not do. I will not force a number two. Oh I will not press. I will not push. I will not lay my puckered tush. I will not pop a squat to wit. I will not shart. I will not shit. <laughs> my stool is cool. My deuce is dear. It's all that's left of yesteryear. You think I will, but I will not. I must not poop. It's all I've got. It's all oh I've God. got. And uh, yeah, the no, he, right there. All, he, all, they always flow perfectly. He's got the right like rhythm, and he they just does poems to all the. Oh poems. yeah, yeah. Go find him on Reddit oh, and God. look up his. Look, if you go to, we, we click on his name. All he Poem does is wait God. for opportunities. For, these are all poems that he's written. There's hundreds of oh them. Oh, my God. And they're amazing. We totally should have them on the podcast. They're amazing poems, and I love this guy. If anyone knows Poem for Your Sprog, I want to interview that guy so bad because I love his stuff. I've been a fan for like, – I, I think uh, Lady Navio gets – annoyed with me because she's at work and I'm like sending her poems from poem from your, for your spry, like completely out of context. <laughs> <laughs> so like they don't make sense. Half please of the time. tell me, please tell me that you sent her this one. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think so. <laughs> well, now you have something new to do, Jimmy. Yeah, it's true. Well, right now when I go upstairs after the podcast, it's like, have you read this one yet? You know, there, there was one about books recently that I sent her that she really liked. I wonder if I could find it. It was a really good one. Um, 
But yeah, no, this guy is amazing. So that was my favorite part of that whole thread is the fact that Poem for Your Sprog showed up. He usually shows up if it's a fairly popular uh, topic. A lot of the Ask Reddits where people have interesting responses, he'll just show up and write like amazing poems. And in half of his poems, there's always like a – there's always an arc to him and there's always a like a thrilling conclusion to each. The last two lines are always gold. And uh, in half of them – there's a little boy named Timmy and he kills Timmy in half of his poems somewhere towards the end. The last line will be something like, and Timmy fucking died. <laughs> Let me see if I can Sorry. find one. There's always Timmy dies a lot. It's, it's oh, here's like one. Timmy. So let's look at what's it. Let's look at the context. We'll do one of these. I won't dwell on it too long, but let's see what the context is. So it says here, you're offered a billion dollars, but you have 10 years taken from your lifespan. Do you take the money? Why or why not? Uh, and he, Ooh. and this one said better to have funds while you're still young. And then this guy had a long comment. So let's see what the, the poem says. When little Timmy made his pick and chose to take the dough, he picked it fast. He picked it quick without a doubt or woe. I'll take the cash. That's what I'll do. Who cares the why or how I'll likely die at 82. I'm only 13 now. And so he clapped his hands with glee. He grabbed the cash with pride. But Tim would live to 23 and Timmy fucking died. <laughs> I love it. I love it. He's a master of oh, his craft. It's so good. Like, yeah. Oh, wow. I am a huge fan of Poem, poem for Your Sprog. Go, go just read through some of his poems. He has a Facebook, too. He, like, posts them on there. He's got Twitter, all that stuff. But uh, en- enough of that. I could talk about him all day. He uh he wrote a book. I think he he may have done a compilation of all the ones he's done too. All the ask reddits. I'm not sure. I need to do some more research. I need to reach out to him at some point. <laughs> um, I think that was it. Was there anything else I wanted to talk about? Anything go on this week? New Year's? And there was some other news, but I oh I did want to show this clip just for the giggles. I was trying to find it in the discussion here. Um. I uh a plug for another two subreddits. This actually showed up on two subreddits that I follow. Uh Better Every Loop. Uh, oh. And then the other one is Hold My Cosmo. It's like Hold My Beer, but it's all like females doing ridiculous things. So this this uh this clip showed up on both of them. It was cross-posted to both of them. So I thought <laughs> <laughs> It does get better every. Little oh bit. yeah, like, well, you you notice different details every time, like right, like, like the, it doesn't actually explode until it <laughs> falls standing straight up. <laughs> it nails her, and like I didn't notice until a few loops how like that that little uh, dangly flappy part of her dress just goes shooting up, like it, <laughs> it like pushes it up over her face. <laughs> it's it's fantastic. <laughs> It's, mm-hmm. it's, it reminds me of the uh, the one that was just going around. Did you see ruffle? That's the word I was looking for. Ridges on the on the bottom of like a pepper shaker. Yeah, like oh, hey, you you flip it over, you take the salt shaker and you rub it against it, and the vibration makes the pepper come out real smooth. Like what? And then a guy's like, oh, did you notice the the ridges on the bottom of a beer? So he takes his beer bottle, just flips it over. It's pouring on his face. He takes <laughs> the second beer and starts rubbing it on the bottom. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Anyway, uh, I thought this was funny. I'm always I'm always oh. scouring Reddit for silly things. 
But New Year's was good. I I think uh, I'm hoping that 2019 will bring some uh, some love, some much needed love. I'm gonna try and start the year out really positive. I'm on this silly diet. We'll see if it works. Mm-hmm. You may see that my face get a little thinner. Uh, Commitment, so- Jimmy. That's all it takes. <laughs> True. You said it's the whole thirty. Is yeah. that? I, I'm not familiar with that diet. So whole whole thirty is basically it's a thirty day. It's not. So, I mean, you could live on this diet, but the idea is for thirty days you um, basically eat what our bodies have evolved to eat. Uh, and what I mean by that Which is like, are. so if if you believe in evolution and you believe that like we came from hunter gatherers, right? Uh, we we really have not evolved past like mostly living off of meat and vegetables and fruit, right? Grains is something that we built, right? That's something that we engineered. It's not something that we were supposed to eat in mass, right? So similar to ketosis, uh, which is very similar, except the difference is the the argument is that we're not evolved to eat dairy on on in mass either so no dairy either on this one it's straight up meat uh vegetables and fruit and that's it and then even within mm-hmm. those you're not supposed to eat like a lot of processed meats uh even there's certain vegetables like legumes that you're not supposed to eat basically anything that our hunter gatherer ancestors would have eaten on a regular basis that's what you're supposed to eat and it's supposed to reset your digestive system. I'm saying supposed to a lot because I don't really buy into diets hardcore. Mm-hmm. Um, but you need to read some scientific publications about this diet. Absolutely, it really works. Yeah, it's very similar to paleo or keto. It's kind of a version of those with some different restrictions and stuff. But I'm all down. If if it'll make me eat less, I will lose weight and no beer at all or liquor. No no alcohol mm, of any an kind. Engineered product. Exactly. They weren't finding beer out in the out in the wild. Maybe I, wine, never beer. <laughs> yeah, I mean maybe if you accidentally ate like a fermented apple out in the wild, but like it, fermented things were not something that we were supposed to consume in mass. If you're gonna go with that argument, but uh. I'll probably lose weight. I mean, I could just not drink beer for a month and I would lose weight. So, <laughs> um, that's that's probably. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Lady Navio has done most of the legwork. She did all the research. She had a friend from work who was like, "I'm doing this. You should do it with me." And then she came to me and said, "Hey, I'm doing this. Let's do it." And I said, "Yeah, absolutely." So, we're doing it. Uh, we have an agreement in our household that she does almost all the cooking and I do pretty much all the dishes. So I eat what she eats anyway. I guess I really don't have much of a say <laughs> unless I'm like, nah, so I'm going to go going on this diet, whether you knew it or not. Yeah. Which no, it's, it's awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we'll see. I'll probably sleep better. I know that. I figured he was going to say he did most of the eating. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she does all the cooking and I do all the eating. <laughs> um, that's probably not too far off. I I usually finish my plate and half of hers. She's like, I'm full, and then I just oh, I'll eat it. Mm-hmm. So part of the diet is just eating what's on your plate, Jimmy. <laughs> nah, I clear all the plates on the table, not just mine. Like you gonna eat that? Oh, you're done. 
<laughs> I take it to the kitchen sink and pretend I'm cleaning it when I'm really just eating the rest of their food. No, yeah. I don't do that. I've never done that. You do that. <laughs> so my husband's big on the, the carnivore diet, but like the carnivore diet includes like the, the cheese and yeah. like not, not milk necessarily because milk has a lot of sugar in it, but uh, like cheese and like any th- dairy that's high in fat and not n- like low sugar. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm, a, I'm been... a big fan of the seafood diet. I <laughs> see, see food see and I eat, and it. eat it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> James, uh, James is on the poor college student diet for, for a while there. I was like, what are you eating? He's like, stocking up here. <laughs> so what are you eating? Potatoes, like potatoes and what? No, just, just a potato. Like you put anything on that? No. It's a it's a potato. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like cool, dude. Tossed in the oven, a bit of salt. <laughs> yeah, he, and then it, I remember like one of the when we first met, he he went into detail about the how cost effective it was to just eat potatoes. He was like, you can buy pounds of these things, and they're they're a complex carb and all this stuff. Just like <laughs> you are the poorest of college students. <laughs> Potatoes mm-hmm. and ramen, and if he wanted to treat himself, he'd get into those Totina's pizza rolls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only a dollar sixteen a box. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> They're so good, though. I uh, I had a friend who, when it came, oh, actually, he was on the podcast. He's been on. I can I can actually say his name because you can go back and watch it. My friend David Bond, uh, he's like a serial saver. So he does like he'll he'll message. We have like a group message. Me and some of my friends that we grew up with together, and he's like, hey. Burger King's doing that 30 nuggets for $5 thing. <laughs> he's like, that's, that's news to him. <laughs> like he, he'll make those nuggets last for like three days too. Oh, he must've oh been God. really excited then about the, uh, if you had the Burger King app and you went to a McDonald's. I, yeah. Code. <laughs> yeah. What was it? Sorry. I cut you off. Explain it, it again. Like, so you got the Burger King app and you drove to McDonald's and there was, you could then redeem a coupon for a one cent Whopper. Yeah, but you had to, you, it would only, they had an app that would detect mm-hmm. where you were. You had to go to McDonald's. You had to, to be it. either in or right next to a McDonald's and a special coupon offer would show up on the app for a, a Whopper for what, a penny or something? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. So they were intentionally saying, like, <laughs> <laughs> they were like, go to a McDonald's and then come Sit get in a the parking lot and wait for the coupon. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was that's great. Yeah, it's pretty creative marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I I like diets, and my biggest part, my biggest problem with diets is if I don't have an end goal, or I don't have like a purpose, or like uh, a finish line. Then mm-hmm. I like have a, what's a target weight you want to hit. Well, not even a target weight. Like not that's not even motivation enough. The last time I seriously dieted and lost a bunch of weight is when I was I was I was on the verge of my 30th birthday and my best friend said, "Hey, I want to take you skydiving for your 30th birthday." And I was like 20 pounds over the weight limit for skydiving. I think that it's like 240 pounds or 250. There's there's a weight or 220 I think and I was I think I was 240 at the time or something. Um and I couldn't go unless I lost the weight. And it was like a couple months before I turned 30. So I basically had to lose a shit ton of weight in like two months. And I did because I had a goal. 
like that's the time or like when I when I signed up for a marathon and I only had 18 weeks to run it. I did. I I ran every day up uh, leading up to it. Like I need something at the end that is like if you don't do this then you're not going to be able to, you know what I mean? That that's what works for me. So, I think the fact that it's 30 days and the fact that I'm getting married this year, I think that should be motivation enough for me mm-hmm. to. You want to look good in that suit. Yeah, man. I want to look good uh, when I take it off, too, right? Isn't that. Uh... <laughs> That's the ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. Um, James. Jimmy. Are you still in California? Yes. For how much For longer? another. It's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, so three days. That's probably not going to happen, is it? Probably not. No. no! I had a much shorter break this year. I know. We were trying to make a uh, an in-person podcast happen. Oh. Because okay. he, he lives in California when he's not going to school, and I live in California, so. I knew you did, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I talk about it all the time. I'm, yeah. I'm a very stereotypical Californian. I say the before the uh, surf every morning. You live close to where TwitchCon was, right? Or uh, was yeah, it? a few hours. Yeah, yeah. I say the ninety nine, the four hundred five. I'm, I'm one of those guys. I I have eaten uh, avocado toast, mm-hmm. and I say dude and man, and I don't say hella though. I slap someone if I hear him say hella. <laughs> He's a frequent user of the rolling stop. Maneuver. Oh yeah, I'm a California roller for life. <laughs> that's that's not just a California thing. Hate to break it to you. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But yeah, no, we were gonna try and make a podcast happen for realsies. Mm-hmm. Someday, someday we'll have a studio and we'll just invite our guests. We'll fly them in. We're gonna be rich and famous after 300 podcasts. Right? <laughs> that's a good. That's mm-hmm. a good number. Yeah, that's uh. Yeah, that's about six years out. We Mer- should definitely be there by then. Merlin owns a Tesla. She'll fund it. You want to fund our <laughs> podcast? Maybe. Come on. You're looking for an investment? We'll give you. We'll give you a stake in the. Co- we'll give you some share, some stock. Right. In the Hit the Bucket podcast. <laughs> I, uh, no, it's been fun, and I hope, if nothing else, if you decide not to fund our podcast someday, I hope you at least consider coming back and being a guest again. Uh, oh, I hope sure. you enjoyed yourself. We fun. we have really enjoyed getting to know you. And uh, hopefully we can get some more Clever Nation folks on here in the future. Mm-hmm. You guys, so far everyone I've met from Clever Nation has been uh, good people. You guys are, They're all good people, man. Mm-hmm. You, you guys are good, doing good things over there. I, yeah, you know, I met one after the Twitch party at TwitchCon. And I didn't realize he was part of Clever Nation until I was already back home. And I looked at the business card he gave me. I was like, wait a minute. That's the logo. I know this organization. Who was it? I honestly can't remember, but I have his business card. (laughs) (laughs) I went on his stream a couple times, but every time I logged on, he wasn't streaming. He he was very heavy metal, though. Cataclysian? Yes. (laughs) Him. Very heavy metal. That's all she needed. She knew. See, that's how good they know each other. She's that's like, oh, I know who you're talking about. Friends. Like, that's that's why it works because we're all friends first and foremost. I like, remembered the aesthetic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's spreading. You guys are spreading like cancer. Take over. <laughs> call you call you Cancer Nation. <laughs> like, oh, you're in that clever nation too. Damn. That's no, good. I, I I'm all for it because I know that like I know Christopher. His whole thing is like he has a very positive like message and what he's trying to build it on and that's important like i that's why i'm 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 a fan of seeing anything like that that's just going to like move the world even slightly more in a positive direction like i'm i'm on board so i think what you guys yeah. are doing is awesome mhm i mean i'm just a member like <laughs> like the community managers there are amazing like they they shut down any sort of drama before it even becomes a thing and i i mean i haven't even noticed any like it, it's it's so so much just friends just hanging out and chatting and i think uh, a lot of the problem with with discord in general is that you know we have a lot of discord individual discord servers and that's fine like you need your own discord to promote yourself and to the, for people to hang out in but you know we're all if you're if you're really just all wanting to hang out and and talk and just you know like shoot the shit or whatever that's kind of the place to do it because you know individual discord servers you don't have nearly as many people and close the close relationships that you make with people in a community like that it's just it's not it it's i it's invaluable is right. really absolutely mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and I, uh, I wasn't joking for real. We just no. actually in our DLC Discord, we we just had a discussion about how we should uh, start collaborating with other teams, especially teams that are doing cool stuff and have you know built these awesome positive communities. So we're like DLC should start like reaching out to some of these, and we could do some collaboration, maybe some charity work, or who knows what. But like, there's a lot of cool teams doing cool stuff, and I, you know. In in the spirit of inclusion, I think you know, I don't. I hate the idea of like, oh, she's on that team, so she can't do stuff with our team. Like, I I, I think it'd be cool if like we do more of that type of stuff and just kind of promote good things. Mm-hmm. So, TMA, we don't associate. <laughs> we only do our type B good over here. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah, I five v five games team. Oh, dude, yeah, let's do it. Well. We'll win, sure. but still, I mean, you know, <laughs> if you if you want, we can do it for charity or something. But we will probably beat you. Just gonna put that out there. <laughs> That's some trash talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, maybe maybe we'll. Uh, depends on the games, actually. If it's Fortnite, we will lose. I think there's maybe <laughs> there's like one person on our team that plays Fortnite. I think. I don't think we have a ton of Fortnite streamers either. Honestly, <laughs> I knew I liked you for. Or something. <laughs> Dead by Daylight. Maybe. Yeah, we get down with that. Dead by Daylight. All right. Well, thank you so much, Merlin Temple. Thank for- you for having me, especially on the first first podcast you guys have of the year. I know. Really special. I'm. Uh, it was a good one. Even though Mashif ruined the beef twice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're gonna. We're gonna. <laughs> we're gonna hold him Mashif, to the fire. Do better. Do better, Mashif. <laughs> New Year's resolution. He's like, I know, I'm gonna set the bar real low for this first one. No, I'm just kidding. No, I I really appreciate him doing that. Like I said, we don't pay him. He does it because he likes doing it. Uh, 
But next time MP4, bro. Um, and give us a little more time. Just put like a put a big like red screen uh, with not like just yeah, <laughs> just pause. Just a red stop. a red stop You've sign. Gone too far. <laughs> exactly. Hey, bitch. Just something abrupt and just like offensive. Just like a an animated ass cheek or something. <laughs> I have one you can use if you uh, need something. We'll we'll put it. We'll put an end to the ruining the uh, of spoiling the beef. We don't want spoiled beef, right? We yeah, want hot, we fresh not. beef. That's, that's gross. <laughs> no one wants burnt bologna. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks. And uh, James, any last words? No, not at all. We oh, I do have one thing. Next week it's Tuesday, right? I think. Yes. Next, yes. There's a Tuesday next week. Um, no, our, our, the is. podcast, the Hit the Bucket oh. podcast. <laughs> Smartass. Uh, <laughs> the the po- the podcast next week is going to be on Tuesday night. Our guest could not do Wednesdays, so we moved it to Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday night, six p.m. Everything else is the same. But uh, there's a Tuesday every week. Thanks, guys. Um, we have a very special guest, very excited about. Um, we'll we'll be sending out all the announcement tweets and all that shit. But please come back, check it out. Please go to the YouTube channel and subscribe. Dingle that bingle, whatever they say over there on the, the big red play button. I don't know. I'm not really a, into the YouTube thing, but if you could show some support over there, we're trying to make that grow a little bit. Uh, you can always go to hitthebucket.com, find all the links there. And this will go up everywhere by Thursday night, Friday morning. We usually get it out there. Merlin, anything else you want to say? Anything you want to plug? Anyone you want to say hi to? Anyone you want to um, expose live? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I just want to say again, thank you for having me. Um, I am a variety streamer, and I stream mostly Tuesdays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Uh, Tuesdays are whatever I want. Typically, Saturday nights I do retro games like Sierra Adventure, and Sunday I do viewer requests. So um, on my Discord, I have a channel where you can go and like request a game for me to play on Sundays. Awesome. But uh, but yeah, that's about about it. And I uh, definitely have to plug Clever Nation. Obviously, we talked about a lot about them, but uh, Clever Nation is is super awesome. Love that community so much. Um, And yeah, that's about it. Cool. Well, uh, yeah. So for those listening who aren't watching this, first of all, shame on you. This is live right now on Twitch. Uh, Come hang out on a Wednesday night. Second of all, if you're listening and not watching and you didn't see the link fly by on the screen, it's twitch.tv forward slash Merlin Temple. So go go check out her stream, give her a follow, and and laugh your ass off. She's fun to watch. Is there anyone that we want to go give a little raid to? Mm. Merlin, do you have any suggestions? I think my new thing is to let the guests suggest. Well, the guests it's raid. kind of fun, yeah. We did it last time, and it turned out well. Oh, um, geez, let me look through who 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 do I have in my list. There's a lot of people here. I have so many people on my list. Oh, have you rated Lars before? I don't think so. Sounds cool, though. Lars Lars is awesome. We should rate Lars. Do you just want to put his screen name in uh, in chat so I can yeah. copy pasta yeah. that bad boy? Yeah, it's not. Yeah. 
Alec, so, Alec, thank you so much. That Girl's already on it. Mm-hmm. Mars was at TwitchCon too. Oh, it's just L A R Z. That's it. Yep. Oh, that's a yeah, good one. Yeah, he was awesome. Um, yeah, Alec, uh, make sure, like I said, next week it's going to be on Tuesday night. It's usually Wednesday nights, but if you want to come back next week, we'd love to have you. Tuesday night, 6 p.m. All right, we're going to hit the raid here for Lars. Merlin Temple, thank you one more time. And uh, if you want to stick around in our little video chat for a second, we usually do a couple promotional just screenshots to okay. use for, like, the thumbnails and stuff. So yeah, no have problem. a good one, everyone, and we will see you next week. Thank you.